Welcome everyone to Dr. John Bedker's Leadership Podcast, the podcast focused on leadership. The episode will begin shortly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dr. John Bedker Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, John Bedker. Today, a very important topic, women in leadership. It's a topic that doesn't get much attention, certainly not enough attention, but today we're going to spend some time on it because of those very reasons. It is important and they bring so much to the art and practice of leadership. Take two different axes of discussion today, talking about women in leadership. One, we're going to talk about a film, one you might know about, a real-life example, a real story about real women doing unbelievably incredible, excellent leadership at their employer. Second, we're going to talk about some scholarship, some data, some research, as we always do, uh, to understand the underlying theory of this and what the research shows us about what women in leadership bring to the art and practice of leadership. Okay, so let's get to that first part, this real life story. We're going to talk about a movie. The movie is called Hidden Figures. It's also a book. In fact, both the book and the movie came out in 2016 by Margot Lee Shetterly. Now, Marco Lee Shetterly um, uh, has done an incredible, incredible story here in this book and in the movie. Uh, Those of you who may have seen the movie know what I'm talking about exactly. Those of you that haven't, I certainly would recommend it to you. It really is an excellent movie uh, in its own regard, but certainly an excellent movie about women in leadership. Okay. Um, How good was it? Let's talk about that. Three Academy Award nominations for this movie, including Best Picture, Best Screenplay, and the Best Supporting Actress, one of the women. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about first, hidden figures. What was it about? What did they do? How does it tell that story of excellence in women in leadership? Well, the movie follows the lives of Three women, actually lots of women, but three in particular, Dorothy Vaughn, Mary Jackson, and Katherine Johnson. Now, these women had extraordinary qualities, extraordinary traits. Certainly, their intellect, they were bright, incredibly bright. But in addition, they had excellent leadership skills, what I call often leadership core competencies. And I'm going to talk about some of them here in the next few minutes. But these women had this incredible combination of intellectual talent and leadership talent, and they brought that to their work. They worked at NASA, at Langley. They were contributors to the first American going into space. And that's what the story Hidden Figures is about, is these people that you don't know so well, you don't know so much. These women that were working in the computing section at NASA Langley. Okay, one of the first characters, Dorothy, as I've mentioned, Dorothy Vaughn was her real life name. Dorothy, she led by example. 
there you go, right off the bat, an important leadership core competency, lead by example. But how she went about doing it is what really distinguishes her, what makes her excellent. And that is she did it by inspiring her team. Now think about the time and place long ago before we went into space. Uh, Langley in Virginia, the NASA facility there, the computing facility where work was done manually. Pencils, paper, sort of longhand division, if you will, longhand multiplication. Well, a group of women, and let's be honest, black women living in segregated Virginia at the time. They were the ones unknown in a different building, um, unconnected to the largely male-dominated engineering force next door. They were the computers. Dorothy became the manager of the computers. And she did this by not only demonstrating her computational intellect, but her leadership intellect. And in the movie, when she eventually gets promoted to manager of the computing section, she says she would not accept the promotion unless her team came with her, all of these other black ladies. NASA relented, let her do it. Well, what about the intellect part? She realized that the computations necessary to launch a man into space were not only complex, but huge, in that they required much, much more capacity than the speed at which a human being could conduct computations. So she sought out and learned about this new world, a world computers. We think about that as commonplace today. But back then, no, it was not. There was a new computer language. It was called Fortran. Some of you may know that name. She became an expert in Fortran and she taught it to all of those on her team. And with the computers and the Fortran computer language, they were able to make calculations, verify calculations, and bring them at a speed necessary for us to be able to launch a person into space. All right, so what what we learn? Leading by example, doing it by inspiring her team. They all had intellect and all they needed was someone to guide them, to spur them on, to motivate them and train them. She was a real leader. Great leaders do take a stand for their team when the situation demands it. And in this movie, you see that absolutely clearly in the movie Hidden Figures. All right, so let's talk about these leadership core competencies quickly. Um, there are a number of takeaways uh, as you watch the movie, and I'll share this with you to kind of paint that word picture. Um, great leaders help others succeed. You can see how Dorothy not only taught her team, but brought her team along and said, I would not accept that promotion without my team coming with me. Great leaders help others succeed. Never fear that you can be the first. You can. No one had ever used a computer before. No one 
had ever, ever had a group of black women be the responsible computational force. Holy cow. It really incredible. But she was not fearful. She was not hesitant. She was not reluctant. As she said, you, to her team, you can be the first. And what's that lesson that we take away? And we can do this today as well. Whether it's societal or, or business, whatever those norms are that we're used to or comfortable with, they don't make wrongs right. Okay? Certainly in this movie, we're dealing with two important issues, both gender and race. Focusing, obviously, in the case of women in leadership on gender, but they had the double whammy of gender and race confronting them, and they were treated unfairly, unequally. Remember what leadership is? Ultimately, do the right thing. And eventually, one of the leads, the head of the engineering, an actor played by Kevin Costner, uh, writes that wrong. So remember that. We can right wrongs. We, we don't have to live with them as a leadership axiom. Okay, so what about Catherine? Let's talk about her just quickly. She made her impact, her leadership impact, on people's thoughts and opinions about her, her work, and her abilities. How did she do this? By focusing on her job, by not just doing it well, but excellently. She was often the sole woman in a room full of men, all men, white men. And here is this black woman having to stand up in front of a full room of men regularly and routinely and explain to them that she had the numbers, that she had done it right, and they needed to listen to what she had determined. It was her work, her ethic, and her voice there were leadership standouts. And again, you see this in a really exemplary way in the movie. All right. What about sharing a vision? Important leadership concept, right? Sharing your vision with others. Keeping that workplace aligned. Here we're confronting issues of race and gender. And we're doing it under a critical mission, trying to get a man for the first time into space. The amount of stress, the amount of pressure, the idea of saying, why would we make these radical changes of having women do the computations, having a computer run by these women be the results and trusting in those results? Well, they needed to communicate and share that vision with others. And they did that with excellence. Okay. So again, I recommend this movie. It really is a great women in leadership movie. Uh, it's a story that is uh, spot on uh, about the topic today. It does confront both uh, the civil rights and discrimination against women in employment and obviously does it in this incredible story about the space race between the United States and the Soviet Union then. All right, so what, what do we take away here from leadership? And I'm going to move on here shortly. Well, 
What do we learn about effective leaders? Well, one, they need to be competent, right? You need to develop your craft as a leader. You need to be confident, skilled. In this case, computing skills. She not only had to recognize what the problem was, that human computational speeds weren't going to get the job done. They needed now digital computational capability. And they needed a language to do that, a computer language, in this case, Fortran. You had to be skilled at that. And she took her time, her own time, and those of all of her team to train. Skill, second component. Third, secure. You have to believe in yourself and others. Have to have security. I believe I can do this. I know I can do this. And I know my team. And they can do this. And last, to be considerate. Oftentimes, these were women standing alone in a room full of men, uh, women placed in subordinate conditions of buildings, um, separate bathrooms, no dining, uh, a number of really unequal environmental issues they had to confront. But nonetheless, they would still walk in and be considerate. They would say, we have computed the numbers. We have checked the numbers. Here are the numbers. Do you have questions? And when they would ask, they would be kind. They would be nice, even though people were looking at them in a very disparaging way. Now that changed over time when their intellect in leadership excellence came through. All right. So there's a whole bunch of takeaways there for women in leadership uh, from the movie Hidden Figures. It's a wonderful movie about women in leadership, a real life story. Let's talk about some of these female leaders, what makes them strong, what separates them from men. And there are separations. There are things that women have that bring to the party, so to speak, that, that men just don't have. I don't have. They have unique talents and abilities. Let me just touch on a few. Strong female leaders find the opportunities for improvement. They they do that by continuing to seek input from others. They're better at this than men. Research shows that. Strong female leaders keep an open mind. Well, How many leaders can you think of? People in charge, your bosses, former bosses who, you know, my way or the highway. I know the right way. I want you to come around to my way of thinking. Rather than saying, is there a better answer? Do I have an open mind? Can I look at this from a variety of angles? Are we asking the right questions at the right time? Having that open mind about thinking and rethinking the problem, not only identification, but problem solving, is a capacity that women have that we perhaps have as well, but maybe not as well developed. An open mind. Women leaders tend to approach things from both the large and the small perspective. Again, I think men do that fairly well at times. But women have an uncanny knack for it, and research has demonstrated that. Here's one that I thought from the research that was particularly valuable, and that is 
female leaders are mindful. So in our constantly connected culture, we can't, we can't understate this more. We really and truly need to be mindful. Strong female leaders often meditate, or practice the art of mindfulness, uh, reflection, whatever it may be, however they might do it, but they're particularly good at being mindful, more so than men. Strong female leaders also take responsibility. Now again, in our world, it's routine, it's common. Point the finger at somebody else. Yep, there's a problem and I'll tell you whose it is, but it's not mine, right? Strong female leaders though, have a sense of responsibility, again, different than men. They often accept the consequences of their actions. They're not trying to play a victim or to pass it back and forth. They call them as they are. Female leaders, not afraid to step out of their comfort zone. That's hard for men. It's the way we've always done it. Women, well, maybe there's a different way to do this. You have to conquer your fears to do that. And women, again, have a particular capacity to do that. Strong female leaders, and I think this is one of the most important takeaways. Strong female leaders make equality a reality. Much, much more of a challenge with a male leader. Equality, treat, treating people equally, is a challenge for all of us. Women, strong female leaders, have a capacity to make equality a reality more so. Strong female leaders treat others with respect. Again, may very well be a gender distinction, right? They routinely practice the golden rule and they do it easily they would not to treat others unlike they would like to be treated themselves they function by treating others with respect okay so there's um, just some of those takeaways now from some research I want to finish with um, a bit from the McKinsey and Company Women in Workplace Study. This study is now two years old. 2021 is the date on the McKinsey and Company Women in the Workplace Study. It talks about unique skills, attributes, the reasons that women make great leaders. Okay. Now, I'll start with a caveat. A person that didn't go out to the workplace, male or female, but in this case, female, that said, I would stay home and be a homemaker. I would raise children. I would run the home. Now, that is not a put down. That can be a very difficult job. That's a hugely important job and a valuable job. And I don't think that that is a job that gets credit the way that it should. So let's not ever forget that if a person chose not to go into a corporate or institutional or government workplace setting, whatever it may be, they chose to stay in a home setting, 
they may very well be practicing all kinds of leadership each and every day. Oftentimes, far more than the male counterpart. Okay, but we're going to talk about the people that do go outside the home, choose to go outside the home, and reasons why these women make great leaders. First, this is interesting. In the McKinsey study, this is number one. They value work-life balance. Now, some people might think in our crazy world today, well, that means they're not committed. They're, they're not, you know, just focused on work. They're not giving it 24-7. Well, what we find out is that people burn out. Certainly in the pandemic, we saw that firsthand, particularly with healthcare workers, uh, educators, others, essential workers. Understanding work-life balance is hugely important and being able to manage it, to lead it is important. And McKinsey says that's the number one thing that makes women leaders quite effective. Second, women leaders are more inclusive, according to McKinsey, more inclusive. They're not trying to circle the wagons and control the knowledge and therefore have the power, control the resources and have the power, control the money and have the power. No, they're much more inclusive and in so doing, they are more effective. Number three, they're more empathetic. Very, very important for a leader. Not just to listen, but to hear what people say and to value that exchange and to be genuine and authentic in your empathy of the challenges those you serve are facing. Number four, encouraging free thinking. Again, we've touched a little bit on that before, uh, but the idea of saying, are there other solutions we haven't considered? And please bring them up. Let's hear free thinking. A focus on teamwork. Now that becomes a bit of a trite word. Everybody says teamwork, teamwork. But the reality is women are quite effective at not only building teams, focusing on teams, but maintaining teams as well. Communications. Women are effective, oftentimes more so than men, at not only telling the story of making the case, but listening to the story and the case as well. Communications both ways. Here's one I thought was interesting. McKinsey concluded that women dream big. That's a really good thing in a country that considers itself, the United States, to be an innovator. Well, to do that, we need to be big dreamers. Women have a keen capacity to do that. What about in a crisis? McKinsey uh, study shows that many women, especially those that were moms, it says, or trained caretakers, know how to handle crises well. They really function, and, and probably because of practice, because of experience. They're routinely in these situations. Eleven, they were able to wear many hats. Well, how many moms have we seen that do that day in, day out? Because they might be the mom, they might be the wife, they might be the soccer uh, driver, 
they're also a corporate leader. They can balance. They can wear many hats. Okay. Um, this McKinsey report goes on. Again, I recommend it uh, as well. Um, it has actually a total of 17, which is quite a large number. Um, but they are absolutely clear about the excellence that women bring to the art and practice of leadership. And again, as I started, I want to conclude, we don't give this so much uh, enough time. We don't give it enough attention. Whether they're choosing to work in the home or outside the home, what women are bringing to leadership, to the success of the enterprise, be it a family or a corporation, a government, an institution, whatever, is absolutely exemplary. Women can bring an awful lot to any organization. The idea that they cannot needs to be forgotten. The idea that they are lacking arrows in their quiver is absolutely not accurate. They bring a lot. And oftentimes, they bring arrows that men perhaps cannot bring, or two, if they are, cannot bring them as well as women. The McKinsey study shows that. Certainly, in the case of the real-life example that I mentioned, bringing the first man into space, it was women's computations that were absolutely responsible, as detailed in the movie and the book, Hidden Figures. So women bring a lot. And again, we just don't give it the time and attention it's due. And that's unfortunate. But here today, I'm going to try my best uh, to do that. So grateful for all that women do, for all that they bring. And the future holds for them. Okay. Thank you, everyone. I think it was a great day. I really enjoyed doing this one. Hope you're all well. We'll talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. John Bedker's Leadership Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tell your friends and, of course, please follow our podcast and subscribe. Thank you again for tuning in.